Welcome everyone, this is the DFS bomb. All right, we have coming up here, oh, what is it gonna be? Thursday, NFL opener, but I'm actually talking about the NBA. Just a one game Slater that we have here is gonna be the LA Lakers versus the Houston Rockets. So let's get into it. If you've not yet subscribed to the channel, please do so. We are gonna be running these stats all the way up through the finals. All right, guys, coming in, here, as far as uh, lineup construction, what I'll do is I'll just kind of run through the stats real quick, and then I've got another spreadsheet that will look more specifically into how we can build the lineups here with the salaries and how they might fit together. So the top guys, um, it definitely, and this is FanDuel, so it's a little bit, maybe a little bit different strategy between FanDuel and DraftKings. I think most of you guys know FanDuel, there's four spots. There's the MVP it's going to take. The points times by two, the all-star, which is one and a half, the pro, which is 1.2, and then the utilities, which is a straight their points. Five spots total, basically four different positions. Now on DraftKings, there's six spots, but just one position, and they're going to actually take the salary and multiply that by one and a half along with the points. So the strategy is a little bit different. So with FanDuel, I'm going to say James and Davis are going to be your favorites as far as MVP spot. James has been averaging 57 points for this series, 58 overall in the playoffs. Davis averaging 54 points for this series, 54, almost 55 overall. And then coming in right behind them, and that's how I'm going to build my spots here. Uh, what you'll see here in a sec is those guys are going to basically dominate my two MVP spots. On Fandle, then the next spot coming in, I'm going to grow that list, and I'm going to include Harden and Westbrook in there. Harden's been averaging 48 points for this series, 52 overall. Westbrook, 42 points for this series. I won't really count the series prior, um, just because his minutes were limited. So I think this is the best accurate reflection of him. And then from there, we kind of drop down to that next tier. So I'll, I'll continue with those five, four guys all into my pro spot as well. There's not going to be a whole lot of room to really to buy up there. So that third spot, it will grow. My list will grow more to include Covington, Rondo, and I'm probably going to throw Gordon in there as well. And I don't think I'm going to throw in Tucker. I'll probably leave him out of that. So Covington's been averaging about 30 points for this series, 32 overall. Rondo's been playing amazing, 33 points for the series. And then Gordon is basically the third score or the fourth score uh, off offensively, not necessarily from a fantasy standpoint, but he's more of their, their third score. And he's been averaging about 26 points for this playoff series, 29 overall. Last game out, he had kind of a shitty game, but that's really the only poor game that he's had where he's been under 20 points. In fact, all those other prior games, he's been within 30 points, literally like give or take two points. So he's a really good solid option there. And then, from there, then it just kind of leaves us down into our utility spots. Um, Daniel House is out, so look at Jeff Green as being a, a candidate to pick up those minutes. Excited about his potential. Kuzma, Howard didn't even play the last two games, so it looks like Dwight is out of the rotation. We have Danny Green, who uh, he's been struggling this series, only 15 points. Last series, he had averaged 26 minutes and 20 points. He still averaged 26 minutes. He's probably good, due for a game at some point in time. It would maybe make your lineup a little bit unique. 
We have Caruso averaging about 14 points for the series, 17 overall. With Rondo coming back, he still has actually been getting you in the mid-20 minutes, but the last two times out, his points were only 8 and 10 points. KCP, another guy, 26 minutes and 18 points at average in the first round. This series is averaging 27 minutes, only 11 points. I, I tell you, between him and Danny Green, one of the guys, one of those two is probably due for a big game. It's like going to happen, I feel, at some point in this series. Rivers might get a little bit more minutes with House being out, but he's been averaging like five points the last two games, zero points and negative two. So you're not even really excited about him. JaVale McGee came out and gave you six minutes. He was banged up, but he still played negative one point, so not really excited there. Markeith Morris, I think that's more of what the Lakers are going to be doing is going that small ball style. So you look back the first game where they lost, he only played nine minutes to have any points. And then second game, he went out and gave you 22 minutes, 22 points. This last game, 23 minutes, only had about 12 points. He's cheaper, but that's somebody that you might potentially be able to look at as well um, if you wanted to be maybe a, a little bit different. So, and then, you know, you could maybe even throw Ben McLemore. I haven't really been running his stats in here. Um, just because normally he's not even relevant. He would be a little bit cheaper option, but I probably wouldn't get uh, like too crazy with him. All right, now let's look at how we could potentially build these lineups and just kind of get a feel here. So if I were to sit there and I were to take really my top three guys, Harden, Davis, and James. This is a little tool that I use when I'm looking at my uh, games here. Uh, so, all right. So basically, if we wanted to really buy down, the cheapest we could buy down that would be potentially, there There are some guys that are 6,000, but they're not even seeing the court. So really like the, the legit chance for a guy to come down would be 7,000, would be the cheapest roster on FanDuel. And then that's between McGee, Morris, and McLemore, even though really none of them really excites you. Um, and if I guess if you were just going to pick one of them, I'd probably go with Markeith Morris because he's going to be playing the most minutes. So in that scenario, if you have the three highest guys there, that's seven grand, that only leaves you 6,500 left over. So those, those you're not going to get a legit uh, spot there. So now, for example, though, let's just say we didn't have LeBron in that player pool. And instead, maybe we have, uh, let's say we take Russell Westbrook's salary. And, you know, in here, you can kind of move guys out, wherever you want to put them in here. I'm more just doing this to, to illustrate, kind of give you an idea of what type of salary room you might have. So if now Davis isn't out in there, also now, if we go down to 7,000, it gives us 9,500. So now we can buy up to get guys like Kuzma, Eric Gordon, Jeff Green. And out of those guys, and then, you know, there's Dwight Howard, like I say, Daniel House, he's out, Danny Green. So if, if I could buy up in those cases, Howard, you're not going to want to play him, really. I like Gordon and Green out of this group. Kuzma hasn't really been doing much. Gordon, in particular, and like I say, with House being out, I think Green's going to get a little bit more minute minutes in there. So that's just an idea of how, the, how this thing might play out. Or... Again, let's just say we have LeBron in there, and you're going to have this idea because what Russ uh, Westbrook's been playing really well lately. So, all right, in this case, if we had Westbrook with Davis and LeBron in there, 
And again, we bought down at the lowest spot. That 7,000 gives us 8,500 left over. So now we're into guys like Danny Green, Alex Caruso, KCP, uh, you know, just a bunch of guys with boomer bust potential. On the flip side, now let's go and say we bought down to a guy like Covington. And I'm just going to, I'll just type in his number here. His salary. So if we were to do that, okay, now we can buy up 10,000. But let's just say we don't really like those guys because they're not playing consistent minutes. So you'd probably want to maybe say get up to, uh, let's say if we wanted to get up to a guy that's 9,500. So we're not quite there with that with that makeup. But if we did end up having a guy, Covington's kind of boom or bust, but let's just say we had Rondo in there. And Rondo's actually been in that spot the last couple games, I want to say. So we do that. Then also we can buy up that, that 8,500. So anyway, I guess I think you guys get a feel for it. Is um, It might not be bad, kind of this little spreadsheet. And then what you'll start to be able to see is like, all right, what are my top three guys here on on FanDuel? And how how what are like the good groupings? Because really, I don't think you want to try to get to where you're so heavy in the top three spots that you're just choosing between the shit over here. It's like my rules that I always have that seem to work relatively well. It's like I'll, I'll take in one of those guys and then I'll buy up and I'll make sure that there's no salary on the table that leaves me like room where I could have like upgraded. Um, all right, so now let's kind of take a look at here with the same approach on to DraftKings. So now here, if we take somebody like LeBron James, he's 12800 That's going to make his salary 90, almost like over 19000 And then let's just say we took like the next highest projected scores here. We're way over salary cap there. So you can't, if you buy up in one of those guys at the top spot there, it's just, it's really just a completely different strategy. Even if I take out um, like Davis, you know, no go. So probably out of these guys here, um, I would probably like Davis. He's 11,000. 600 at least he's the cheapest even westbrook is only 10 grand so there is potential for somebody like like westbrook but uh okay let me take those guys out because you're definitely going to have to get more of the value plays here and uh yeah it'll probably end up being one of those guys but that would be, I guess, really at the end of the day, ultimately my point is, yeah, let's just say, see if we put in, because uh, we know Markeith Mar is going to be out there playing probably 20 minutes. Pretty cheap there. If he came in, that 3200 price tag, then we would still have the about 30 grand left over to try to fit in the rest of these guys. But... Anyhow, um, I really like having the spreadsheet to be able to do this. It's relatively simple formulas. I don't really play DraftKings at all, so this one I just I kind of whip this up real quick, just kind of give you an idea. Um, but on FanDuel, I love using this tool. I have these guys right there. You can just download it right off of the site that you play on. It's right into a spreadsheet format. Just kind of set some things up. The salary cap on FanDuel, sixty grand. It's fifty thousand on DraftKings. 
And then just have to, have to do some basic math for you so you can just kind of copy and paste some guys in there and get a feel um, for where you can, uh, you know, just try to get that nice mix. I think the trap at times is that we end up buying up so much on these top three spots that we, we might be just picking from shit down at the bottom where it's probably not going to have all those guys going to go off at the same time. And honestly, even sometimes if there's, um, and usually when you do that, you're, you're like 60,000 salary cap. It actually tends to be kind of a big, somewhat big ties too with that anyway. Um, even, but they're usually not the best lineups just to begin with. So anyhow, just a couple thoughts there on some lineup construction. So, all right, guys, uh, like I mentioned, if you're not subscribed to the channel, please do so. Um, get, keep your eyes out for the injuries. I like had like a fucking meltdown, like Abaka. As I mentioned the other day, I'd be better off if I just unsubscribed from this bullshit. You know, he shows up with a walking boot the other day, and now he threw in damn twenty points in the fucking first half. And of course, he's not. And he's not in my main slate. I did throw him in a single game slate just in case he did go off. But he's the third highest score now, and I didn't put him in that spot. So anyhow, just. I, there's no one supposed to be hurt other than uh, House, and he's out. But just keep an eye out on that. And if there's a, uh, yeah, I don't know, man, what the what the deal is. Because then on the flip side, uh, Giannis was in a walking boot and he didn't play at all. So who who knows what it is? Um, uh, Toronto's probably going to be probably going to lose anyway. Uh, so maybe this is the last time we have to deal with that bullshit. But uh, anyhow, and then one last thought is NFL opener tomorrow night ever i got single game video out and you can do this exact same strategy too um it's the exact same thing how it's going to work other it's less complicated in football and that you just have your mvp spot it's one and a half times the points and then it's four utility spots and then on uh and it's really on DraftKings the exact same game it's going to take the top spot times one and a half points and then you're going to throw in six other utility spots um and it's a million dollars out there for first place and opening night so somebody's gonna to have to win some money it'll probably be a big tie but it might also be uh, a group of all of us right so all right guys let's go out kick some ass in nba and nfl here and when you do let me know about it peace out and i'll see you tomorrow guys